is in the know for Monday, October 19, the 293rd day of 2020. There are 73 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. The hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We set sail on a new week, Collection Day a couple of weeks away, and a big weekend in sports. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing okay. You ever get a melody stuck in your head that you can't quite, you say, what is that What is that melody? What is that song that keeps coming into my mind? I can't place it. Do you ever get stuck and not know what the song in your head might be? Um, maybe occasionally, but I usually know what mine are. Okay, so your earworm is usually, you, you're able to identify yes. your earworm typically. Yes. Google Assistant will now let users hum songs to them, and then Google will give a list of uh, songs that it could be to match the melody that you've hummed, and then you get to choose, oh, that's the one that's there. I think that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would like to play with it. But when I get an earworm, I know what it is. Do you have to be able to carry a tune? That's the that's the right question. Well, Does Google say a uh, little pitchy dog? Uh, you don't. Uh, you're not getting it exactly correct. She's the pride of Hunkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm okay. How are you? Mm, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. It's gloomy. Mm-hmm. Gonna rain a lot of the day today. It is. We'll tell you more about the forecast in just a moment. Do you have any reason to have a Halloween costume for this year? You and Jason have historically, oftentimes, yeah. you know, come up with nice uh, couple yeah. couple costumery, but uh, but no no reason no. to have a costume this no, year. Not this year. Uh, nor do I have one. Uh, but the seemingly the most popular. Uh, costumes here in the 20th century or in the 21st century uh, of 2020. The Plague Doctor, okay. which was, that's that long bird beak, that okay. long nose. They used to think that that would protect you from uh, from plagues. Uh-huh. And then the bright yellow hazmat suit that we've all, sure. you, know, you know what a yellow hazmat suit. Those seem to be pretty popular in the year 2020. I those guess are that's... fun. I think uh, my favorite so far has been the... Uh... Mike Pence wig with the fly in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's pretty easily done. You know, that, you, that one yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is, it's, look, uh, you put it on your head and say, look, I'm in costume. Yes. You take it off of your head, look, I'm out of costume. No longer. Uh, rounds of rain to start the week. The further north you go from the Twin Lakes area, the more rain you will receive in the next day. We'll probably get... Uh, four-tenths of an inch, half an inch of rain, something like that here between the lakes. But then uh, they may be in southern Indiana, due north of us. They may receive an uh, inch and a half, something like that. Showers continue to sweep through the region tonight as temperatures struggle to fall into the 50s. Scattered showers last into tomorrow morning. Drier conditions expected for the afternoon. We'll see temperatures get back up into the 80s later on this week. We'll see temperatures soar to near 80 on Wednesday, jumping into the low 80s on Thursday, and then another cold front, which will cool us back down for next weekend. 
Rain and uh, 65 today. Showers and 58 tonight. Morning showers and 70 for your Tuesday is what you can expect. Yeah, I'm not happy about that at all. Two I don't weeks. know if we need the rain or not, but we, I'm not happy about Things that. are a little dry. Uh, we are two weeks, well, two weeks and a day. Two weeks from tomorrow is election day. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to give my dad a lot of credit. He told me Saturday morning, he said, we voted yesterday. There should be a button that we don't get any more direct mail in our mailbox and we don't have to see any more commercials for uh, for people who are running. Mm-hmm. We already made our decisions. There needs to be some way to filter out all of the noise because I think that's what a lot of people are doing. Can I just go ahead and get my vote cast so I don't have to worry about it anymore? But to block out the noise may be a challenge. President Trump and Joe Biden went um, on tour over the weekend. Yesterday, both were campaigning in states that they're trying to flip during the election, which is just over two weeks away. President Trump began his day in Nevada, making a rare visit to a uh, to church before a fundraiser and then an evening rally in Carson City. I was listening to a couple of the sound bites. Uh, Joe Biden said yesterday, like my college coaches used to say, it's go time. And I thought, you're making that up. That was not a phrase. It's like go it's go time has only become a phrase in my lifetime. Certainly his college coaches say what when they said it's time to go throw that ball in that peach basket no, up there they on said, the said, They'll go as for <laughs> That's right. They still spoke the King's English. And then the he talked about president you know, President Trump saying, Well, we're close to turning the corner on the pandemic. We're ter- ter- close to turning the corner. To which Biden said, as my grandfather would say, this guy's gone around the bend if he thinks we've turned the corner. Turning the corner, things are getting worse. His grandfather, Patrick Henry, you know, <laughs> Daniel Boone, Nathaniel Hale. I mean, just name some, just name some early American uh, right, Alexander Hamilton. patriot. <laughs> right. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is warning an asteroid could hit Earth the day before the election. Well, if it doesn't get us the day before the election, it'll get us the day after the election. There's gonna there's gonna be something to hit the earth that would be the day after like the election. I'm just not quite sure what it's going to be. Par for the course of 2020, an asteroid right before the election. It is, but don't lose any sleep. It's an asteroid with a diameter the size of a refrigerator, and it could strike the earth. Is this like a dorm room refrigerator? Or is this a commercial refrigerator? Yeah, you know, like, yeah, like one of Miss Debbie's refrigerators across the street. There the are Alliance? lots of varying yeah. sizes of refrigerators, but it could. Uh, it's not large enough to do to do any serious damage. Tyson says it may buzz cut Earth on November the second, the day before the presidential election. Okay, do we get a say on where it lands? <laughs> where do you give that? Input? I've got some idea. I got some yeah. suggestions. Who, who takes those suggestions? I just. Go ahead and tweet out your tweet out your preference of places that it could land, and go from go from there. It's um, community survey. Please. Two weeks away. <laughs> it's two weeks. Two weeks away. I guess. Survey says world's going to change <laughs> in two weeks. Over thirty four hundred newly confirmed coronavirus cases were announced by Governor Bashir Friday, uh, Saturday, and yesterday. The three thousand four hundred twenty six new cases. Elevate the state's uh, count to 87,607. Saturday's 1,300 cases were the biggest Saturday that uh, we've had since uh, the beginning. 
and 467 of these new cases are children 18 and younger. So that number is starting to be significant. Um, you know, they had been 10% or less of the total cases, and now they've crept above 10%. The governor said these cases are all over the place, and on top of that, all our all of our other numbers are going the wrong way, too. He said more Kentuckians hospitalized and in the ICU than ever. He says we know what it takes to stop these numbers from escalating. He also reported 21 new deaths, a positivity rate of 4.62, which was down a little bit from Friday's 47 and uh, almost 1.8 million tests performed. I was thinking about it again this morning. I, I mean, I, I realize that cases are going up. I don't personally know people that, you know, all of a sudden I don't have a group of friends, you know, or acquaintances and go, oh, I've, you know, I can count three or four different people who have suddenly. So I'm still maintaining where where are these where are these cases? Where are they coming from? I'm looking at at self. Am I doing? Am I suddenly doing things differently than I was three months ago? No. I'm, I mean, we we've done pretty much the same, you know, routine and the same level of distancing since March for for us. And so maybe I'm not getting a real world example on why cases are going up, but clearly they are. It's just a head scratcher for me on why they are. I can't well, point our, to. I mean, our kids went back to university. Our kids went back to school. Uh, people have gone back to work. We've opened mm-hmm. you know, the so at the local local you know evil empire. They've opened both entrances again. So they've they've rolled back some of the security measures at the shopping centers. When you're walking in now, they're not counting the totals anymore. They're not stopping and only allowing so many people in the store. So we've slowly rolled back those precautions that we had in place. And the numbers are, are ticking up. Mm-hmm. I saw Dr. Fauci uh, on uh, 60 Minutes last night. You know, they were pressing him. Do you think there's a shutdown looming? And he said, absolutely not. He said, we, we can't. He said, we we had to do a shutdown or close to a shutdown in uh, early in the year because we didn't know the measures to take, like wearing a mask and hand sanitizer. And was there enough PPE? And we modified our modified our tactics that you get to to fight this. He said, but now we know enough about wearing a mask and washing your hands and social distancing and limiting gatherings that we shouldn't have to shut down the economy or the world. He said, if people would just do what we know will make a difference in getting these cases under control. The good news is you have choice. You know, that's what America's about. It's about your choice. And if you don't want to go in and get your groceries, you now some places will deliver groceries. But here locally, you can at least call and pick up outside. You don't have to be around people. Um, you have that choice. So if you do choose to go out and not wear a mask and you end up sick, you made those choices. Yeah. It's, you know, there are you definitely have, have options. options also, yesterday, the state health officials have submitted their draft distribution plan for a future vaccine uh, also announced that, you know, the, it's up to the states. There's a federal plan on a vaccine when it when it becomes available and then how it's going to be deployed across the 50 states and the states are up. They have to write a plan. So part of their plan says the first shipment of the coronavirus vaccine is anticipated for delivery either late this year or early next year. And state public health officials have submitted their COVID-19 vaccine distribution plan. Dr. Steven Stack said the first phase of the plan will help ensure those most at risk 
Certain health care workers and first responders have access to the vaccination first. The plan will accommodate vaccinating these essential workers in every county across the Commonwealth. It's a 49-page plan. You have to submit it to the federal government. And you will be able to, you know, supplies of the vaccine will be limited at first. Mm -hmm. And then it'll take the better part of the year or more to vaccinate all 4.4 million Kentuckians. So, you know, that was kind of one of the, I didn't get to see the additional uh, interview with Dr. Fauci last night, but they posed the question to him, will we be wearing masks in 2021? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, if you're wearing one now, you could pretty much just... um, Consider that you will be into next year as well. Also, I want to study a little bit more about this, but uh, if you'd like to do some research on your own, starting today, Kentucky is using a COVID-19 PCR test that is sent electronically to calculate the state test uh, statewide test positivity rate. Dr. Stack said PCR tests are the most reliable test for finding active disease in those currently infected, and more than 90% of all COVID-19 tests currently performed in Kentucky are PCR tests. So I've not heard that term before, so getting educated. A woman has been killed and her husband arrested after an alcohol-related fatal ATV accident in Aneta yesterday morning around 1 a.m., the sheriff's office at the Annetta Fire and Grayson County EMS were dispatched to the 400 block of C. Scott Road to the report of a fatal ATV accident. It was determined through investigation that an intoxicated 39-year-old Sean Bryant of Prospect was operating a side-by-side ATV with several people on board when he crashed, killing his wife, 37-year-old Dana Bryant of Prospect. That's according to the deputy uh, Grayson County Coroner Larry Holman. She was pronounced dead at the scene by Holman and was not wearing a helmet. He was given a field sobriety test, arrested and charged with second-degree manslaughter and DUI lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. A death investigation is underway after a fatal police-involved shooting in Muhlenberg County Friday night about 6. Greenville police arrived at a residence on James Street to serve a mental health warrant when a man shot at police before barricading himself inside the residence. The SRT arrived on scene, negotiated with the man for about four hours. He then exited the home, armed with a rifle, about 2.10 Saturday morning, with a trooper shooting and killing the man. He was pronounced dead at the scene by the Muhlenberg County Coroner's Office. All right. Uh, National Prescription Drug Take Back Day is this weekend. Had that annually in late October. Kentucky has taken more than 163,000 pounds of unwanted prescription medications at drug take-back events and locations during the last nine years. This week's event, uh, this uh, event is Saturday for this year, and you can go to takebackday.dea.gov if you want to find a list of uh, locations in your area where you can participate in that. Best to just dispose, not not dispose, but discard of in these uh, bins and make sure that they get to the place that they need to get to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dwayne McBride. And, and on that point, please don't flush your medicine. Right. It gets into our water yeah, system. It's, it's very so, dangerous. Please don't flush your medicine. Not, supposed to, not supposed to do that. Uh, Dwayne McBride had a 71-year-old touchdown run, finished with 133 yards to lead UAB in a 37-14 victory over Western Kentucky University on Saturday. We don't like hearing the tops <laughs> about the tops losing. Uh, the Cards lost in South Bend Boo. to Notre Dame. See? Um, 
The Cards lost 12 to 7 on Saturday. That's more of a baseball score than a football score, 12 to 7. Mm-hmm. Joey Logano spent the final 40 plus laps at Kansas Speedway eyeing Kevin Harvick in his rearview mirror, but Logano goes on to win and clinches a spot in the finals. Um, Philip Rivers threw three touchdown passes as the Colts rallied past the Bengals, 31 to 27. The Titans remained undefeated yesterday, coming back on the Texans. Grayson County Cougars got it together on Friday. They defeated Ohio County 26-7. to uh, In another district matchup, Owensboro down Graves County 42-21. to So the playoff picture coming into focus there for uh, the Cougars and their fellow district mates. The Dodgers advanced in Game 7. They downed the Atlanta Braves last night. So the World Series is set. Dodgers and Rays. I really kind of expected that the Braves were going to figure. The Braves look like the better team through a lot of the series, but the Dodgers make it uh, three or four trips to the World Series. So, are you leaning toward? I'm for the Rays. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely for the Rays. They took out the Yankees. They're the American League representative. Got kind of a Bowling Green connection uh, when uh, Bowling Green was affiliated with Tampa at the minor league level. So, so go Rays. And plus, I just don't like the Dodgers. I never, never really have. But the big news of the weekend, for the first time since I was 13 years old, the University of Kentucky football team went to Knoxville, to Nayland Stadium, and defeated, not just defeated, but just whipped Tennessee mm-hmm. 34-7 to <laughs> in T-Town on Saturday. So, great job to uh, Landon Young and the rest of the Kentucky Wildcats. Great to see them get the monkey off their back finally. And congratulations to Terry Wilson, only one of two quarterbacks at UK to win at Florida and win at Knoxville. So, congrats to the Cats. Great job. Now, take a break. Come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. I don't want to see you again But I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you then? She said you're a rambling man You ain't ever gonna change Today is Evaluate Your Life Day It is also Seafood Disc Day today. I like that one. Misty, you'll take the bisque. Hold the seafood, leave the bisque. Yeah, just evaluate life. Y'all can have all that. <laughs> and dress like a dork day. Dress like a dork day today. Those, uh, those are the things that you're uh, celebrating today. Uh, coming up uh, two weeks from this past Saturday will be Halloween. So Halloween falling on a Saturday. Here in 2020, and experts say that Saturday is the safest day of the week for Halloween. According to autoinsurance.org, Saturday is the safest day for Halloween with 5% reduction in fatal crashes. And weekends on a whole are safer than weekdays for Halloween activities like trick or treating. The deadliest day for Halloween is Friday. There are more crashes and accidents on a Halloween that's on a Friday than any other day, and this is over the last 25 years, is the study. 
Now, a lot of parents are having to um, make some, again, make some challenging decisions on how to prepare their children about what they're going to do for Halloween this year because the the traditional trick-or-treat model is um, going by the wayside for this year. So how do you – what's the best way to handle it with your kids? Is just to tell them that we're going to celebrate a little bit differently or look for different activities or – I don't think kids are going to be shocked this year. Everything's been different. Their school life's been different. Right. They've been home. So, obviously, I think they're already prepared that this is going to have to be different, too. Because everything else is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that Grayson County's done a good job. I've seen several churches that are doing trunk or treat drive throughs The Litchfield Police Department's doing a drive through Clark's or, um, First Baptist Litchfield's doing a treat street. So, there's going to be some great opportunity in Litchfield and around uh, in Clarkson. And some. I know Falls are rough. There's a church I saw yesterday or Saturday doing something. Yeah, they said uh, uh, a pediatric infectious disease expert says presented as an opportunity to maybe have some new experiences and some different experiences than they have been used to in the past. Halloween is not canceled. We're just celebrating it in a different way. Get creative and get them involved with some of the different activities that you have planned. So in two weeks, uh, we will basically say goodbye to the Halloween season and work our way into the thankful season, which I'm a big fan of. I, I love that stretch between after Halloween is over into uh, Thanksgiving Day, into that weekend. Of course, that's going to look different as well. But here's an idea uh, that, you know, you know, it's a kind of a Thanksgiving tradition for some people to go around the table at Thanksgiving dinner and say what they're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And a mom... Back uh, several years ago, but it's kind of catching on, was inspired when that happened. She grabbed a pumpkin out of the center of the table and decided to start, and she took a Sharpie, and she wrote down what she was thankful for. That's cute. And then she handed the pumpkin and the Sharpie to Mm -hmm. the next person. And so what it did was rather than them being spoken and just kind of evaporating into the air... It was a way to take a pumpkin and itemize the things that you're thankful for and show the true level of gratitude in pumpkin form. I like that. I love it. And so you're seeing a lot of people who are adopting uh, this idea. So, and it's, I mean, can it be any easier? I would like, though, for it to be on uh, not a real pumpkin that will rot on, you know, a um, Fabergé pumpkin or something that you can keep forever and then set so it out next year. It's funny. You go that way, and I go in my way thinking, okay, can we put, like, shellac on it? Like, you could how do it. we preserve it? You could do a, um, you, we, you know, we do the Christmas cookie plates where they take Sharpies and then we bake them in the oven. You could do a Thanksgiving one and then maybe pull that plate out every year and add, you know, to that platter. I will tell you, a few years ago, we painted a watermelon for into something for Halloween. I don't know if it was a minion or something. Once watermelons get painted and even, and pumpkins too, they will last a long time. Yeah, it stills in them. They won't last forever, but they yeah. will last a long time. Also part of uh, Thanksgiving season, Popeyes is bringing a Cajun style turkey back for Thanksgiving. You don't need Popeyes, you just need to ask me. Yeah. I could do Cajun turkey in yeah, the in the fryer. Do. And I and I have and probably will again. 
But if you want the zesty Cajun spices, then you can uh, pre-order one. I think it'll set you back 40 bucks. Hmm. I don't know if that's for the turkey and everything or just the bird or... You better get biscuits with that. Whatever. But I'm going to... Um, I eyed the fryer the uh, over the weekend. Uh-huh. And I was like, I raised my eyebrow at the fryer and went, huh? You and Say I, you, you, you and I are soon going to be doing business. Yeah, as dance the, the dance as the Thanksgiving season <laughs> <laughs> arrives. Um, I uh, then once we get past Thanksgiving, of course, we will focus more on uh, the tree holiday. Christmas. Uh, oh, you said it not completely out loud. Yeah, I just it was not it was not full throated. It was just more of 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 whispered. <laughs> the Barbie Dreamhouse Cookie Kit is available for the holiday. So if you don't want to do the traditional gingerbread house, I got to give uh, Mattel some credit. They are going all in on the Barbie Dreamhouse this That's year. That's cute. I don't know what it is about 2020, but oh. they are working hard. To bring back the dream house. That's the dream house I had as a kid. And so now you're getting the cookie kit. So if you want to do the cookie mm-hmm. kit in advance of perhaps there being a dream house under the uh, under the tree. I, the Barbie dream house is topic of a lot of conversation in our house these yeah. days. <laughs> um, one young lady has locked on to... She, she has fallen prey to Mattel's big push mm-hmm. on telling um, kids that they need the Barbie Dreamhouse. So I've had to look. I've had to look a little, look around a little bit at the various Barbie Dreamhouses. Um, they're they they think a lot of them. They do. It's crazy. Yeah. No. I'm s- I'm s- so we had one as a child, and then my children got one when they were four. Five, somewhere in there. And when our house burned and we put it in storage, some jack wagon broke into our storage building and stole everything, and the Barbie Dream House was stolen. Mm. So if you have our children's Barbie Dream House, we'd like to have that back. They want it back? Yeah. That'd be great, please. Well, it's. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a topic of conversation as we head into that portion of the of the year. But I have learned also that if you, you, know, if you don't get proactive – then you may be on the outside looking in to procure the items that oh you'll pay you, double the you, amount you need that's right so better to get a better to get ahead of it um, little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes don't freak out when you don't see them the day after Halloween I think it's not appropriate to have little Debbie's Christmas cakes in the stores the day after Halloween anyway. It will be the first full week of November this year that little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes will be released. So they've just had some production issues. Don't freak out. They're going to be available. There is something festive about those. I kind of like those yeah, little, they're fun to look at. Little, little Debbie cakes, I guess. I'm not a big lover of that particular cake. Half trees, half Christmas trees are the newest holiday trend. Yeah, I'm not opposed to this. Can Stick I tell you that the, the back side of the tree is wasted? Yeah. It takes up too much mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. You, Huge fan. You can't see the lights on it. You yep. can't see the ornaments. You know, if you're going to put one out in the center of a room, you yep. need a full tree. That's where mine goes. So but if you're going to shove it against the wall. This is great. Or into a corner, this. it seems to be I mean, pretty efficient. I really like the stick and pill tree that goes on the wall. That's really the direction I'm <laughs> headed for Christmas this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Or a, you can have uh, one in every room. 
Or big, just, small, lots of them. How about a big, ginormous LED screen turned long ways, yep. and you just put, you know, you just put an image yep. of a tree on your wall and save you a whole lot of uh, time, and probably just as just as festive. Uh, this video is getting my attention. A Florida, this is ingenious. A Florida janitor is turning heads with his leaf blower powered vehicle. He's a crafty <laughs> custodian. <laughs> And so he found his mop bucket. Yeah. Yep, all right. Yeah. And then he found his leaf blower. Yep. And then he found an umbrella, and he turned <laughs> that contraption into a sailboat. <laughs> I love this guy. And so right? he fires up his leaf blower, and then he uses the wind propellant from the, from the leaf blower into the umbrella and pushes himself down the sidewalk, various Sam, places. Sam, could you go full screen again? Here's my favorite part about this guy. He's got to pop his collar before he goes driving anywhere, <laughs> right? right? Oh, yeah. Plus, uh, he plus this Come janitor on. is on his way to the gun show. Right. <laughs> Apparently, he's yeah, pulled the. That's he's, he's obviously been on Tinder one. and he's yeah. headed to a date. He, he's like your husband. He's pulled the sleeves off of his shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said because the because he's on his way. Got to get on down to the gun show. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. When caring for a family member, their state of health is continually on your mind. And when they're faced with a health concern, you'll do just about anything to make them feel better. Rest assured, their feel better starts right here at Midway Pharmacy. We take our time to get to know all about your family's health history so we can provide you with educated advice. So when someone's counting on you to help them maintain a healthy lifestyle or to overcome that untimely sickness, remember, at Midway Pharmacy. Living in your ideal home, or is it still a dream? Future Designs Building Materials can help you turn your dreams into reality with atrium windows that will make the sun look brighter, roofing material that will keep your home protected year-round, and decking material for that perfect barbecue setting. Now is the perfect time to get your home improvement project off the ground. Got questions? Future Designs Building Materials can help with all your lumber and home improvement questions. Visit Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield or FDBM.net. K105 Weather is brought to you by Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield. Now she headed east down the boulevard. Sure. Did you know? Ninety percent of all airplane collisions occur on the ground. So they're more ground control type accidents, backing into one another, or clipping one, or out on the tarmac, maneuvering them around. So. But Any, a collision doesn't have to be like impact on the ground, explosion, like catastrophe. Yeah. Right, right. That's where most of the collisions occur. They clip wings, tip wings, whatever. They need to stop hiring the ground control guys from the movie Airplane. Yeah. <laughs> it's over there. Maybe they just need a backup Into camera. Into the terminal. That would help yeah, a lot. That would be great. Because, you know, a lot of people don't realize airplanes don't back themselves away from the gate. Those little trucks, you know, they hook to the mm-hmm. front, you know, landing gear and they push them out there and they disconnect and then off they go. There's no reverse on an airplane is my point. 
they don't have a <laughs> grind it over there all the way down and to the right and put it in the no, no reverse thruster. Dang it. <laughs> it's not like a jet ski. You know, in my it's, car, you have to push how, up and to the left to get it in reverse. So oh, yeah? after driving a five-speed forever, the reverse was all the way down to the right. Oh, yeah, like it, took, it took some – it was a learning curve for me. Relearning muscle memory. Yeah. Uh, the weekend box office, Liam Neeson's Honest Thief takes the weekend with the $3.7 million opening. Woo! It's just, Woo! you know, Big well, money. we talk about some of these Disney or Star Wars movies doing $100 million on their opening weekend, and now we're down to $3.7 million. Uh, War with Grandpa holding steady at two with $2.5 million. Tenet, Nightmare Before Christmas. So the Nightmare Before Christmas was the fourth most popular movie in the country. So what, Tim Burton's uh, Disney movie. Hocus Pocus at five. And Beetlejuice cracked the top ten at one hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. That'd People be fun to watch in theater to again. See Beetlejuice. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can see where that would be fun. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Issa Rae. She was fine. I don't. I don't know her, uh, but I know her after seeing her on SNL. She did a fine enough job. I mean, it's not. Uh, the writing was somewhat challenging. I think maybe they're struggling like a lot of us are. But I. Made kind of a, I downplayed the significance or at least my interest in Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. And I want to walk that back. Okay. Uh, I was extremely impressed with Justin Bieber's, both of his performances, but his first performance uh, that he did, he did a new song called Holy. And it's kind of a self-examination song. Uh, it has, uh, it has definite spiritual undertones. It has a kind of had a praise and worship type of feel to it. Uh, he, that the cross was visible from the moment that he started his performance at the end, you could tell that he was, um, at least exhibiting the behavior that he was overcome. I think it was cathartic for himself. It was much different than a lot of the Justin Bieber content that you may have known over the years. And I thought a brilliant move was when he brought Chance the Rapper out to do the rapping part of the song. Chance the Rapper, also very spiritually convicted. If you don't know Chance the Rapper, uh, he's the rapper who has a three on his baseball cap, and the three is the Holy Trinity. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's kind of his indicator. That's his signature look. And so Chance the Rapper kind of uh, knelt down, put his hand on Bieber at the end of the performance. And anyway, for, uh, I, I don't want anybody questioning my sincerity of my spirituality or my worship, so I would not dare do that to Justin Bieber. Uh, either, but the appearances were that this is a different Justin Bieber than what we have seen historically, and I thought that in that theater, on that stage, to have that many eyes watching, I thought a uh, brilliant move wow. and and uh, good look on young Mr. Bieber. I'm surprised they allowed it. Yeah, I mean, it was not, you know, it was not overt mm -hmm. Christianity. It was not, well, I'm you know, the but it was, the light, uh, the lit up cross. yeah, but he's, but he's Justin Bieber, him. you know, and well, that's the thing when you're, when you're a heavyweight, you kind of get to do what you want to do and yeah. good for him for, for doing that. I'll have to go back and watch it. it. I think it was also more evident to me how, how much natural talent that he has, you know, really he does. was kind of out there. 
his vocal ability. He's grown up into uh, you know into a young man. He's an attractive young man. He's got he's got a lot of attention and he's got a big following. So his second song was Lonely, and it was kind of a uh, Benny Blanco was playing the piano the piano on that one, and it was also introspective in a way about the pitfalls of being discovered at the age of thirteen and the past that you follow that you know maybe weren't ideal for you, and it just kind of sounds like that he's kind of gotten to the place that a lot of former child stars do and go, hey, you know, what what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And what's really important rather than being a teeny bopper, right. to use a term from the 80s. Yeah. If, if you don't know what a teeny bopper is, just look it up. It's an old, it's an old man term that we used it's to say. But goody. Along with gag me with a spoon <laughs> and totally rad and all those things. But perhaps the biggest news of the day yesterday, speaking of Saturday Night Live, Misty, do you know who's hosting Saturday Night Live this weekend? No, I do not. Adele. Do say. Not Come Adele on. Gormley. <laughs> the Adele. Which we do love. Which yes. we do love. The, the Adele is hosting Saturday Night Live this weekend. She's not, even, she's not the musical guest. Oh. The musical guest is her, the guitarist, who's – she's good, by the way. That's confusing. So, yes. H-E-R, her. But we're going to get – we're going to get to see Adele, the new Adele, in person. If so, she doesn't sing, then we still don't know if the skinny right. Adele can do so it. So that's my that's what I'm wondering. The fact that she's apparently, seemingly, uh-huh. not the musical guest. Yeah. Does that mean skinny Adele lost her chops? Yep. Is it? I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out on Saturday night. And this headline says, Home Improvement's actor Zachary Ty Bryan has been arrested for assault. He played Brad Taylor on the Tim Allen-led sitcom Home Improvement. Mm -hmm. He was arrested on Friday in Eugene, Oregon, for allegedly assaulting his girlfriend. We knew this. He was, you could just tell even back then, if if one of the Allen kids was going to be trouble, it was him. Yeah, don't be a Christmas. It was not not Randy. It was not, you know, it was was this kid that was going to be the troublemaker. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Should we be alarmed at the news that Coca-Cola is dumping tab? I think it's sad. For who? Anna. (laughs) Yeah. Is it Anna? Anna Majors. She's the only one drinking tab, Anna Majors is the only person I know that still drinks tab to this day. We're sorry, Anna. There may be others, but I know that she she does. Um, So for those of you that don't know, tab was the forerunner to Diet Coke Mm -hmm. in the Coca-Cola family. And tab, uh, famous jingle, I won't sing it for you today, uh, but it was about just one calorie. Mm -hmm. Just one calorie. And, uh, you know, Tab was kind of a game changer because Tab was the forerunner to Diet Coke. But I learned yesterday that Tab was actually an answer to RC Cola's version when they came out with Diet Right. RC released Diet Right first and then Coca-Cola countered with Tab. 
Mm-hmm. They both taste really gross. Tab has a very distinct taste to it. If you diet right. If you like, I don't think I've ever had tab. There's there's like medicine. There's no corn. way that you should not draw conclusions that tab and diet coke taste like one another no. because they don't. Mm-mm. But what tab did was that it proved that there was a demand for it mm-hmm. broadly. And I also learned yesterday that an IBM computer was responsible for naming it. Somehow they fed some type of data into an IBM computer and it spit out, you know, a list of names and tab was one and that was the one that they selected. Hmm. So tab is tab went away and then came back. uh, But now is apparently it's encore is over. And a lot of people from Coke say, if not for Tab, we wouldn't have Diet Coke or Coke Zero Sugar. And Tab did its job. Also, on the way out, this was part of the Friday news dump. Coca-Cola Life, never seen it, never had it. Diet Coke Feisty Cherry, never drank it, wouldn't have anyway. Adwala, announced in just July, didn't stick. And Zico Coconut Water. Oh, I've had, I don't, not that brand, but I've had coconut water. Oh, not good to me. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. Uh, I also learned over the weekend, kind of a neat factoid. 1996's Happy Gilmore. Bob Barker was not the original choice for the fight scene on the golf course with Adam Sandler. Ed McMahon was the first choice, oh, yeah. but Ed McMahon wouldn't return you know, Ed McMahon, big from Publishers Clearinghouse, obviously, mm-hmm. The Tonight Show, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed McMahon wouldn't return Adam Sandler's call. Oh. Bob Barker said he would do it. He was the second choice, but would only do it if he got to win. It was originally written that Adam, that Happy Gilmore was going to beat up right. Ed McMahon, or, and Bob Barker said, nope, I win the fight, or I don't do it, <laughs> and they, they changed it. Well... When you're a heavyweight, you call the right. shots, right? Yes, they were desperate yeah. at that point and said, okay, okay. you know, you got to. I mean, the next choice would have been Wink Martindale, and that wouldn't have been near as funny. Mm-mm. You know, it just no. wouldn't. Dancing Only with the... if he had a skinny microphone with him would sure. have been fun. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars on ABC tonight, and The Voice, the season 19 premiere of The Voice is on NBC tonight. Bruce Springsteen and Tommy Lee both say that if President Trump is reelected, they're leaving the country, so start the clock. I saw a report card the other day of all those people who were threatening to leave if Hillary didn't win four years Hello. ago. They're still here. I look I, around. And you're st- wait, wait, you're still here. Why, why are you're you not you? concerned? Why, why are and you? you're not doing anything Rosie, else. Rosie, Rosie, go on to Canada. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1781, British troops under General Lord Cornwallis surrendered at Yorktown. In 1765, the Stamp Act, Congress meeting in New York adopted a Declaration of Rights and Liberties, which the British Parliament ignored. The Concord made its first landing in New York City this date in 1977. Peyton Manning broke Brett Favre's NFL record of 508 career touchdown passes this date in 2014. Drew Brees and uh, Tom Brady also later surpassed uh, Peyton Manning's record. Birthdays today. Mr. Spirit, E.E. E. McGee, if my data is right, is 84 today. Yay! Happy birthday, Mr. Spirit. Mm, happy birthday to him. I saw him celebrating with the soccer team the other night. Yep. 
John Lithgow is 75 today. John Lithgow, he's the one who wouldn't let the kids dance in Footloose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he was the preacher. Yeah. He preacher also man. was on Third Rock from the Sun. He also, uh, if you watch The Crown, played Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. He was also oh. in Coneheads, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the dad in Coneheads? Was he the dad in Coneheads? Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, Dan Aykroyd was also in Coneheads. But John Lithgow might have been. Was he? Uh, uh, I thought he was in the movie. Too. Well, that's. I was thinking of that Third Rock from the Sun is yeah, the is the space it. thing yeah. that I get him confused in. Uh, Jeannie C. Riley is seventy five today. Of course, she's most widely known for her activism and volunteering her time mm-hmm. with the Harper Valley PTA. But right. she also had a singing career. She fought for in, in, in addition to being involved <laughs> in her kids' school. Charlie Chase is sixty eight today. Evander Holyfield is fifty eight. Many of you don't know that Evander Holyfield, if you'll if you'll take the time, he will sit and talk with you about boxing for hours and hours. All you have to do is lend him an ear. <laughs> John Favreau is fifty four today. Chris Catan is fifty today. Chris Catan. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Chart toppers. Yeah, it was long. But a bunch. Lend him an ear. Dorothy Shay, number one, this date in 1947. Oh, it's just getting good. Is she the sister? Is she the sister in Dirty Dancing? Yeah. <laughs> like oh. she's doing Pirates of Penzance or Demi. Is her name Demi? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Demi? No, 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 I don't remember. I don't think it's Debbie. Is it? Feuding, fussing, and a fight. It's like Mary Poppins' sister, the black sheep. Don't like them ornery neighbors down by the creek. We'll be plumb out of neighbors next week. The creek. That's how we do it in our neighborhood. Elvis was number one with Love Me Tender in 1956. In 1965, the Beatles were number one with Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here. That was wrong. It was Lisa. 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 Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, common names. One of those 70s names, or 60s and 70s names. Uh, let's see. Billy Preston was number one in 1974 with Nothing from Nothing. But in 1983, Kenny and Dolly were number one. All right. Who threw in the karaoke track? Nobody wants to hear a karaoke track of that song. I don't know. There's some songs you'll listen to it in any format. That's one of them. There are. That's yeah. one of them that you it's will. It's best in, in, you know, real Kenny and Dolly. But. 1992, Boys to Men, number one, with End of the Road. See, should they have their own clothing blog? Oh, they should. 
My gosh, they were the best dressed boy band. Seems ever. like they would have a lot to say, you know, a lot of influence. They should. On... They should do that instead of diarrhea commercials. <laughs> oh, I should yeah. be their career coach. Absolutely. It's true. It's what By they've the way, been doing. just it to be clear, they're not doing commercials promoting diarrhea. It's more of preventative. They're, oh, okay. they're, they're anti-diarrhea to, they're, commercials. Yes, they're, they're trying to fight the good fight. Sorry. <laughs> Fighting the good fight. <laughs> Alicia Keys. Such activists. <laughs> Number one, 19 years ago today, Alicia Keys, number one, was Fallen. I've not seen that commercial in a while. Is it because 2020 we ran out of toilet paper? I think so. That's right. No need to bring awareness to the issue. That's exactly correct. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. This one made me laugh. Just because it's a bad idea doesn't mean it won't be a good time. Just because it's a bad idea doesn't mean it won't be a good time. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition.